0: from the book of Jeremiah. Thus says the Lord, Cursed are those who trust in mere mortals and and make mere flesh their strength, whose hearts turn away from the Lord. They shall be like a shrub in the desert and shall not see when relief comes. They shall live in the parched places of the wilderness, in an uninhabited salt land. Blessed are those who trust in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. <clears throat> they shall be like a tree planted by water, sending out its roots by the stream. It shall not fear when heat comes, and its leaves shall stay green. In the year of drought, it's not anxious, and it does not cease to bear fruit. The heart is devious above all else. It's perverse. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, test the mind and search the heart to give to all according to their ways, according to the fruit of their doings. The word of the Lord. Amen. Amen.
1: Christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead, how can some of you say there is no resurrection of the dead? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ has not been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then our proclamation has been in vain, and your faith has been in vain. We are even found to be misrepresenting God, because we testify of God that he raised Christ whom he did not raise, it is true that the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised. If Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile, and you are still in your sins. Then those also who have died in Christ have perished. For if this life only we have hoped in Christ, we are of all people most. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruit of those who have died. The word of the Lord. Amen. Amen.
2: Praise to you, Lord Christ. May the words of my the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Mary and their donkey trudging through the cold desert night looking for a place to sleep, and there was nowhere for them at the inn. They found a place to sleep, and Mary was delivered of a son in a barn, basically, surrounded by animals. They were poor, they were probably hungry, and they were cold. The very first people who were told about this news were shepherds. Also people who were poor and probably hungry and most likely cold, as they guarded their sheep in the night. Luke tells us throughout his gospel about God's preference for the poor. It starts with Jesus God incarnate, being born in that manger. In today's story, we're told that Jesus comes down to that. He comes down to a level place, a level place, not even up here on the step the level place, right? He comes on his very human feet to stand on the same ground where we stand on our very human feet. He comes down here because that is who God is. For Luke, that's really who God is. So the story of the nativity and the story we have today of Jesus coming down to a level place is really important. And not only does he come down, but he's surrounded by a big crowd. He's walking among them. And I can
3: already hear or see the emails in my inbox.
2: I did like it, my like did that because I couldn't see you anymore. <laughs> right? We don't like being in a crowd where we can't see what we want to see. And of course, he didn't have a microphone. So all these thousands of people are walking around together. Many of whom probably couldn't see What was going on? But we're told they were hungry. They were hungry for healing. And somehow, something about him walking on that level place with us provides a way for people to come near to that power of healing. To the story. We love that comforting image if we can get over not being able to see exactly the way we want. We love that comforting image of Him walking around with us, right? That's big in our faith. Jesus is with us, He's present, He's working, He's healing in our lives right here on the ground. That's the part of the story we like. But the corollary to the story is. My lovely daughter yesterday said to me, Mom, you know that means us. I said, yeah, I do. She said, I live pretty simply. I do. I live in a really small place. But unless I'm an orphan child in Nigeria somewhere, I'm rich. And you're rich, and everyone in your congregation is rich, and everyone in the United States pretty much is rich that computer scientist had that insight, that theological insight. I asked her if she'd she, she said no. She was sleeping right this
3: morning. <laughs> but seriously,
2: so the woes are not intended to be a moral condemnation. Because we're all rich. He doesn't condemn all of us. He loves us. But I think what he's trying to suggest with the woes is something like this. That temptation that we all have to not want to be in the crowd. I was going to call you guys out because you're not standing on the same ground, but you're volunteers. You understand it's in 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 the most loving way. I love the choir. But everybody else is, you know, our feet are all down here on the ground together. I think what Jesus is saying is, when you have resources, that we all have. The temptation is to want to
4: buy the better seats.
2: Right? Who doesn't want to buy the better seats? Who doesn't want to be in the front row at halftime? Right? We don't want to be in a crowd where we can't see, where we can't hear. We've got resources. We want to separate ourselves from those other people and sit up there so we can hear better and see better because we're not walking on the ground with the rest of those poor folks. I think what Jesus is trying to suggest here is that in fact, in fact, if we do that, we're missing the party altogether. That's the way to miss the party. Buy the expensive seats. Build walls. Live in gated communities. Hide in your house. Don't touch, don't be in a crowd where you have to touch other people and be around other people. He says, you can choose to do that, and that's your reward. That's what you got. There's your consolation. There it is. But if we can come down and walk with each other and be near each other, and see that we are all basically the same. Then we'll be hungry too. We'll be blessed. We'll be blessed to be hungry. To be hungry for God. All my hope in God is founded. That was the opening hymn. All my hope in God is founded. He wants us to be hungry for God. Hungry for healing. And we're told that that happens down on the ground, down on the ground where all the people are gathered around. It doesn't happen up in the balcony. It doesn't happen when we separate ourselves from who we all are as human beings, beloved by God. That's all I got. <laughs> Amen. Let us affirm our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed.
5: We believe in
2: one God. Thank you.
5: to share in your heavenly kingdom. Let us pray for our own needs and those of others.
2: Lord our God, accept the fervent prayers of your people. In the multitude of your mercies, look with compassion upon us and all who turn to for you are gracious, O lover of souls, and to you we give glory, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. a great question this morning to uh here on some Sundays, not all Sundays. Um, Primarily Wednesdays are the days you can find Maureen in person here in what we call Becky's office, but it's now Maureen's office. Um, So please do reach out to her. Um, She's available for pastoral care appointments and she will also be leading and teaching our Lenten class um, on Wednesdays that will start On Ash Wednesday. So more information about that, but we're so grateful, so grateful that you're here. Um, I want to draw your attention to lots of things in the bulletin, especially next week. We will have a guest preacher, Um, somebody who was here last year, Brother Chris McNabb, He's a um, an Episcopal priest who is also part of the Order of Saint Francis. So he will be here preaching and doing leading the forum next week. So please do come and welcome Brother Chris. You heard in the prayers that Uncle Lauderdale died this week. His service will be this Saturday, the 23rd, in here at 11 o'clock. So please do come um, to support Lydia and her family if you can. And Ron is in the
3: I deliver good news. <laughs> the fundraising dinner was a complete success. <laughs> we didn't have it. <laughs> As you know, the weather did intervene a little bit. Um, but we have $4,300 in the bank, Trinity Bank. And we have about $600 to $800 more coming in. So I'd say it was a pretty good success. So thank you so much. Best uh, fundraiser
4: ever that didn't happen. Thank you, Paul.
3: Ben and I want to reward those that did support us with this $100 donation. So we are offering uh, entrees at Repscallion's. Uh, Come at the Coffee Hour, and we'll make them out directly to you. And you'll have a list of all those that contributed. So if you want to come together and have it together, that'd be a wonderful thing. Um, We had six underwriters, which helped tremendously, and we had six winners. Isn't that great? were worth that wonderful? So pick your prize downstairs. I don't like to have one prize. I don't like to have a set reward. So you can pick any reward you want. Also, we want more ideas to raise funds for our Trinity. Thanks to Tracy Barron, Emily Moss, and Craig, who come up with, well, Craig came up with a trivia party. So we get outside money coming into Trinity. So think of our wonderful church. We do need a few more funds to come in and uh, see you at the coffee Thank you. Thank you, Rob.
4: Right, so if you're visiting with us today,
2: we're especially glad you're here. Trinity folks, please do extend a warm hand of welcome to those seated around you, whether they're new or not. That's how we build where we're all walking on the same ground. Uh, also stop by the welcome table. Uh, Lucy will have the information about the Lenten Body, Mind, and Spirit Wednesdays uh, that Maureen will be leading the teaching part of that. Uh, but there will also be uh, either one or two Pilates classes. And it's not advertised as such, but the person who dreamed this up suggested it should be called, wait for it, Conscious Pilates I mean, it's flat, right? Conscious Pilates. So please do join us for Conscious Pilates. Um, we'll have healing prayer over here during communion. And always remember, as we say every week at this table, at God's table, there are no outcasts, no strangers, and no unwanted guests. All are welcome to come and feast at the table of our Lord Jesus Christ. So please do come and be fed. Let us walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself as an offering and sacrifice to God. Son. For in these last days you sent him to be incarnate from the Virgin Mary, to be the Savior and Redeemer of the world. In him you have delivered us from evil and made us worthy to stand before you. In him you have brought us out of error into truth, out of sin into righteousness, out of death into life. On the night before he died for us, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread, and when he had given thanks to you, he broke it. Unite us to your Son in his sacrifice, that we may be acceptable through him, being
4: sanctified by the Holy Spirit.
2: In the fullness of time, put all things in subjection under your Christ, and bring us to that heavenly country where, with all your saints, we may enter the everlasting heritage of your sons and daughters. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, the firstborn of all creation, the head of the Church, and the author of our salvation. By him, and with him, and in him, and in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy
4: kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth. As
2: we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us.
4: Let us pray. Eternal God, Heavenly Father, you have
3: graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our
4: Savior Jesus Christ, and you have fed us to spiritual food
2: in the sacrament of His body and blood. Send us now. His body. May God, by the power that turned water into wine at the wedding feast in Canaan, transform your lives and make glad your hearts. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, be among you this day and always.